Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Companies to watch. Money FM 89.3, good morning. It's the breakfast huddle. Elliot Dankabarati Jagdish and Ryan Huang with you. Uh, let's put the focus uh, this morning on REITs. Yeah, I mean, if you're an investor looking to park your money somewhere new or newer, uh, you'd be happy to know that Singapore will finally have its first REIT IPO this year. We're talking about Daiwa House Logistics Trust, an industrial REIT currently holding 14 logistics properties in Japan. Mm, the debut is at 2 p.m., Tomorrow on a Friday. Very nice. Uh, let's find out more about this. This morning, we're speaking with Royston Young, Portfolio Manager, The Smart Investor. Royston, good morning. How are you? Hi, good morning. I'm good. Thanks. Uh, so let's talk about this one. Uh, so last year, uh, just to dial it back a bit, we witnessed the launch of two REITs listed on Singapore's exchange's main board. Now, compared with 2020, I mean, what do you think fewer REITs are listed this year? Mm, I think it's also because of market conditions, you know, um, you can see the world recovering slowly from the pandemic. When you don't have positive sentiment and, you know, a lot of the uh, REIT sponsors and they don't really feel good about launching their REITs, then most of them will hold back and they're waiting for better market conditions. Mm, understandable, right? Uh, but yeah. how would you compare the funds raised from IPOs uh, during these two years? How would you compare one year against the other? I would think that it's been a lot lower this year compared to last year. Because last year, at least, there were still some IPOs. But this year, we're slowly seeing the pace picking up. I think this month, there's a Daiwa House Logistics Trust. Next mm. month, there might even be a... I think I, I've heard news about a data center one coming up. Mm. Uh, that's in the US. So uh, I think it's going to pick up pace. Uh, so let, let's talk a little bit about uh, Daiwa House Logistics Trust, uh, DHLT, as it'll be listed. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14 logistics properties currently valued at, what, something like $950 million Sing dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do you like about this? Okay, well, uh, first thing about it is that it's all high-quality modern logistics properties. So I think the good thing is that um, logistics properties are all uh, highly in demand now because of the pandemic you actually get a lot of e-commerce. So then e-commerce will, of course, spur demand for logistics and uh, third-party logistic assets. And then uh, the other thing good about it is that it also has a very strong sponsor, Daiwa House Industry. Mm. is one of the largest construction and real estate companies in Japan. So those are some of the positives for, for the REIT. Mm, let's talk a little bit about the sponsor. How will uh, the Daiwa House Industries' deep knowledge actually help in all of this? Perhaps illustrate for us with some examples. Okay, well, um, it's actually a very reputable um, real estate and construction firm. It was founded in 1955. So the market cap is around like $29.5 billion. It has a track record of developing about 1.9 million residential units. And also about close to 55,000 commercial projects. So basically, it's already had some experience in launching REIT. They actually launched a REIT called Daiwa House REIT back in 2004. It has assets under management of about 11 billion sing. And uh, in 2014, it also established two unlisted REITs. And also, it runs multiple private funds. So it's basically a very experienced player. Uh, Royston, any comments on their distribution policy and I think more broadly how sustainable uh, it is in the long run? Okay, uh, basically it's distributing 100% of its profits. Uh, so you get about 6.3% annualized distribution yield for this year. And then uh, next year, it actually uh, goes up to about 6.5%. And I, I think it's pretty sustainable because um, you have a reputable sponsor and uh, you also have a lot of demand for its logistics assets. So uh, it's actually an asset class which is seeing uh, very good traction, uh, a, a lot of demand. 
So it's pretty uh, likely that the rental income can continue to flow. No? And none of the, the tenants have actually asked for any rental release or mm. abatement at all. So that's important. Mm. What are some of the potential risks that investors ought to be looking out for, though? Because nothing comes without mm. risks, right? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, okay, the risk that I can see is that... Uh, so the properties are all located in Japan. So I think basically uh, a lot of people know that Japan is always this earthquake risk and tsunami risk. So the, the next thing is that there's also concentration risk because um, you don't have properties spread out like over many countries. So the only other logistics read listed here is a Maple Tree Logistics Trust. So for that read, you have about eight countries. So you have properties spread out over eight countries. And then the next thing is that there's also pretty high leverage for the DHLT. Starts off at about 43.8%. But there'll be two events that can possibly bring this down to about 33.1%, but they need to happen by the second quarter of next year. Okay, we're on the line this morning with Royston Young, Portfolio Manager, The Smart Investor, putting the focus on REITs. Uh, Royston, very timely news. Uh, one to two interest rate hikes are expected next year. Uh, all this on the plans by the US Federal Reserve to scale back on asset purchases in the next few months or maybe even next month. Uh, how, how's this going to impact REITs? Um, what are your comments on potential growth then? I think, uh, as you mentioned, the interest rates are going to go up. It's going to probably dampen a bit of demand for REITs. Mm. But then um, I, I see if DHLT, uh, they're actually probably able to grow because you actually have this pipeline of assets from the sponsor under a right of first refusal. Okay. So because Daiwa House is actually a major developer, it has this ready pipeline of assets to inject into the REIT. So then unit holders can rest assured that at least there'll be this pipeline of assets um, that includes about 11 completed properties and 17 under development. So it, it makes up a total of 28 properties that could be injected over time that could um, potentially triple the size of the current portfolio. Mm, okay, that sounds promising. Mm, yeah. uh, the thing is, Royston, lately we've also been seeing a rise in M&As in the real estate mm-hmm. sector, right? Talk mm-hmm. to us more about what's spurring this trend and how Daiwa should approach it moving forward. Okay, uh, I think it's because a lot of the players believe that scale and size are important because then um, you actually get a lot more investor attention. Then in that case, more investors will then um, choose to invest in these companies. So uh, I think for Daiwa House, of course, since they're already so large, you know, what they can do is to continue uh, developing more properties and boosting their track record. Then if people see that um, they are very reputable and they actually will uh, pump money into all their REITs. So that actually increases the attractiveness of their listed REITs. We've been speaking with Royston Young, Portfolio Manager, The Smart Investor. Royston, appreciate your time this morning. Take care and stay safe. Okay, thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.